at Alina Health. We care about your health and wellness. Learn how Alina Health provides care that can benefit you in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. You know, giving birth is such a wonderful event in a woman's life, and everybody's always so happy about it. But some new moms feel low during such a happy time, and they feel something they can't even quite describe. Why do they feel that sometimes? My guest today is Edie Edberg. She's a board-certified nurse practitioner specializing in obstetrics and gynecology at Alina Health Shakopee Clinic. Welcome to the show, Edie. So... People hear about postpartum depression and sometimes the terrible things that mothers do and feel during that time, but there's also sort of the more moderate baby blues. Tell us the difference between these two. Well, thank you for the opportunity to speak on a very important um, subject. Uh, Pregnancy is a wonderful time and an exciting time, and um, the baby blues tend to uh, show up shortly after childbirth, soon, within a few days. And they usually last less than two weeks. You can experience some mood swings and some anxiety and feeling overwhelmed just as a new mother who is not getting her sleep um, normally feels. little change in appetite. All of these results, all these symptoms are very short-lived, usually less than two weeks. If they progress to a more, a longer time frame, and seem to be lasting longer, more severe, that's when we get into the concern of postpartum depression versus baby blues, where you um, oftentimes you'll hear of people hurting themselves or the infant or experiencing lack of interest in bonding with their infant. These are things that should be talked about with another health care provider. So now what are postpartum anxiety and postpartum obsessive-compulsive disorder? These are two new terms that we don't hear about a lot. They are new terms, and most of us hear about baby blues and um, postpartum depression, but actually postpartum anxiety is probably more common than any of them. The symptoms of uh, postpartum anxiety are worrying all the time and persistent feelings of, bad or harm is going to come and feeling restless with um, uncontrollable racing thoughts. But again, a lot of these are symptoms of new parenting. So sometimes they're not found till later on in the year after delivery. So anytime a woman experiences changes that they're uncomfortable with, they should really talk with their health care provider. Anybody can experience postpartum anxiety, even if they haven't had anxiety prior to pregnancy, where postpartum depression usually has some type of history with it. And uh, I would guess about a very small amount experience the postpartum obsessive-compulsive disorder changes. Um, and that can actually happen in both men and women. And that, that tends to be a fear of your baby being exposed to germs. So you have excessive cleaning, or you only want certain people to hold your infant, or you're always worried about threat to your infant, and that's a new change for you. And about 3 to 5% experience that. And again, men and women experience that. And that's a relatively new um, experience where postpartum anxiety, probably 10% of people experience that, where um, baby blues, 
70-80%. So very common, baby blues. And postpartum depression, 20% of people. So there, there are many different emotional and physical changes that occur after delivery. Well, there certainly are. And, you know, parents go through these range of emotions. And as you so beautifully pointed out, men as well go through some of these changes. What would you like to tell new parents? And we'll get into some more postpartum depression in a little bit, but what would you like to tell new parents? Give them your best advice about dealing with some of these range of emotions, things that they might be able to do to not only prevent it, but deal with these emotions as they crop up. Well, first of all, if you do have a history of depression with prior to pregnancy, talk to your health care provider about that right away at your new OB visit so that you can plan ahead and you can be alert to those things. And then you've already created the conversation. So it's easier to talk about it because still during this time, there still is a stigma with postpartum emotional changes. So if you open it up, when you're not having symptoms, it's easier to talk about when these symptoms may develop. But as far as parenting goes, to set realistic goals so that you don't set yourself up set yourself up for disappointment. And um, think about ways that you can support each other as you make the biggest changes of your life. Um, and make those plans prior to delivery, such as think how you will have a date night or how you will help your partner, male, female, whatever, get that time to themselves that they need to restore and re-energize and take time to listen to your partner and to provide the support support that she or he needs. And try not to be shocked with changes in your routine and changes in who you are because now you're somebody, there's a new normal. You are different than you left work. You're now a mother or a father, and so there's body image changes, there's the physical changes, there's the emotional changes, there's the self changes, a loss of self. Um, so share those feelings with your partner, your family, your friends. Talk with other mothers so that you can learn from their experiences. Some people find support in a, a group um, setting, but there are major life changes during pregnancy. So now what about, we don't have a lot of time left, Edie, but what about postpartum depression? When does it become so serious? And as you mentioned, mothers can do dastardly things to themselves or their infants or just feel so low that they don't bond. When does it become something that needs serious intervention and or medication? Well, you should call your provider if your baby blues don't go away after two weeks or the symptoms become more intense. Um, there are medications, there are support options um, that will make a change and, and improve the quality of your life. Some women don't tell anyone. They feel embarrassed and ashamed, um, guilty when they're supposed to be at the, a happy point in their life, and they have a fear of being unfit. The stigma still remains, like I said earlier. Don't suffer. You would not treat diabetes if you had it, so please. Get help and treatment and support for postpartum changes that you might experience. 
So in just the last few minutes here, again, please give your best advice and wrap this up about parents and these range of emotions and even some ways that, you know, people can help each other get through this and how long they can expect this. I mean, because becoming a parent really is the biggest change in your life that you'll ever experience. So give them hope that this is a wonderful thing and that those blues won't last forever. Well, the blues are short-lived, so they should not last forever. You might cry at the Hallmark commercial, but that is normal. Um, You know, if you can get help from uh, a a grandparent so that you can get adequate sleep and rest, people do want to help. So ask neighbors, friends, family. They really do want to help. So others others want to support and help you. So rest as much as you can. Concentrate on good nutrition and exercise. Get out and breathe. Fresh air. And talk with your health care provider if you have any concerns. Thank you so much, Edie. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. For more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.